like scary movies? Totally. Hey, y'all. Totally. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, jerk. Speed kills. Ah, baby, bone sherry. Hey, what? Lindsay. The key. You did a great job. You filthy animals. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> I'll be right back. I thought this was about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, I gotta fan myself. Curdled sack of milk. <laughs> oh I'm a really good listener. No, you're not. That's true. We're out of here. Bye. The key. Hello and welcome. Bye, all Bye. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Yeah, it would be very obnoxious if every time I bent over, I orgasmed. Or it could be fun. Mm. Like, is stuff coming out, or are you just orgasming? So it would be like, um, it wouldn't be like a, a coming orgasm. Just or the feeling of one? Um, I don't know. I don't want stuff to come out every time. That'd be really annoying. You'd have to wear like a diaper. Mm, I don't a want that. diaper. Can't get your levels right, dude. What's wrong with my labs? See, that was loud. Now talk normal. I am talking normal. Okay. All right. We're just going to leave it there. Fine. fine. It's fine. It's fine. Dude, you're hanging out today. Yeah, we're drinking. Ooh, lucky you. We're going to have a cocktail. Where is... uh? I got my old red cup. Did you pour your cocktail yet? Nah. Can I have the shot glass? Oh, yeah. You know, I'm a little biatch. I got to measure. Ooh, oh. this is the big daddy shot glass. This is the 2.5 ouncer. Ooh, perfect. Yeah, we're going to be... We might be rough today. And this Kruby's request number... What's it say on that sheet there? 19. Number 19. Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea. You're a big fan of things that are deep, aren't you? Mm-hmm. And blue. Really? Is that your favorite color? Actually, no, it's not. Oh. What's your favorite color? I don't know if I have one. If I had to pick, like, off the cuff, probably brown. Yuck. Yeah, I like what? brown. What a shitty color. No pun intended. Brown, black. Yeah. Brown and black. I've always had black cars. That's so. weird, though, because I, I always thought growing up that brown and black were not um, compatible colors. Like, you wouldn't wear, like, a brown shirt with black jeans or, like, a black shirt mm. with khakis. But I feel like now that's pretty normal. Yeah, you could. That's definitely changed. No. That's progression, my friend. If in the we fashion not, industry. If we haven't progressed at all in the country, it's that you can now wear... Brown pants and a black a bla- shirt. In a black shirt. I think we should really attribute it to like the punk rock scene. Because hmm. all you could wear was black t-shirts. That's true. Because that's all bands had because it was cheap, I'm assuming. Why do you think that is? I figured white would be the cheapest. That's what I just... As soon as I said it, I was like, I would think white would be the cheaper option. But they're they're always black. Band shirts are generally always black. Um, they don't show dirt. Mm, Maybe that's why you don't have to wash them as much. Yeah, no washing. Because you wouldn't have the the pit, pit stains. stains. White would look gross in a mosh pit. Don't you find it crazy? You can buy deodorant now that doesn't give you the pit stains. Mm-hmm. Wonder how that works. I don't know. They had to have taken some chemical out of it. I would imagine. There's some cancer-causing chemical in it. I'm sure. <laughs> That wasn't stirred. Holy cow. We're going to use Jess's pen to stir my drink. Yeah, mine wasn't either, but... You're... Oh, are you mixing? Yeah. Mixins and fixins? At least for the podcast, I don't get like... This is probably ornery. so fucking unsanit- unsanitary. The alcohol will kill whatever's Do you on wanna, the pen. You want a mixer with the penner? No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I bet she's getting mixed right... I bet her organs are getting mixed up mm-hmm. right now. It's her birthday weekend. Mm, she's getting rearranged internally right now. I haven't even heard from her, so she's probably, you know... No, she was texting us, remember? 
That's today. Uh, she texted me, well, us, all of us, last night, and then she was texting again this morning about uh, the untimely passing of Mr. Taylor Hawkins. Oh, yeah, that was today. But that was about it. She didn't tell us anything. No, she texted us cheers. Remember? It sounded like I said Texas cheers. Yeah, it did. She texted us cheers. She was drinking that, like, uh, I'm assuming it was a blue moon, maybe. It had an orange wedge in it. Oh, last night or today? That's a good question. I think uh, it was last night. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> the punk rock scene with the black t-shirts, but now you can buy the unsanitary or the uh, the deodorant that doesn't allow for the uh, skid marks, the pit marks. But they would marks. have to wear the deodorant for that to work. You think they don't wear deodorant? I feel like there's a lot of people who don't. <sighs> I bet I was pretty gross in that Specifically phase of Specifically antiperspirant slash deodorant. Okay, so I know one is like clear gel, and that's the one that like tears me up if I wear it. But the other one yeah, is like, like the the, one. the powdery, the white powdery. one that's like chalky. Yes, yeah, that is deodorant or that is that antiperspirant. It can be either. Oh, you have to read Lord. that label. So what's the difference? Deodorant's just like a scent, but antiperspirant is also sp- supposed to stop you from sweating. Hmm. So which, some people I think don't sweat under pits, so they just get deodorant. Oh, so it but just smell. Do you think you would smell more or less if you didn't sweat? I don't know. We might have to research this. I feel like you would smell more if you didn't sweat because you wouldn't have any lubrication when you're moving and stuff. It would just be like... Raw. Oh, it hurt. Skin on skin. Yeah, it'd be like an infectious infectious smell Mm -hmm. versus just like a naturally like a Matthew McConaughey type. Right. Type of... did you hear my lips? Because <laughs> he does not wear any type of. I said Matthew McConaughey. He got all moist. Got I was like, "Ooh, Matthew." Yeah, because I don't think he wears any. <laughs> I did not know that about myself. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I went for an untimely drink. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. What was we talking about? <laughs> Deodorant. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, cheers, buddy. Cheers. We don't ever hardly drink on here anymore. Mm-mm. I had a couple beers the last time we recorded, I think. Well, we're either recording on like Sunday at 11 mm. <laughs> in the morning or Tuesday yeah. evening, work night. You would think after work we would have a few beers. You would think. We used to in the beginning, remember? Well, I think we had to because we just were like little nervous, little balls of nerves. Mm-hmm. All crammed around that little round table. Mm, the good old days. I can't <sighs> imagine how we did that. I think it would be extremely uncomfortable to go back to that setting. Yes. Especially with what we have now. We were very close. I was talking to Felicia the other day, and she told me that we needed to get into video because of our setup. She's like, you guys have a really cool setup. We'd have to have like two cameras, though. We'd probably need more than two. We would probably need... One on each of us. Then you'd have to edit that. That's what I don't want to have to worry about, but... Because it'd be boring if it was just like a wide shot, because you wouldn't really be able to see anything. Mm. Yeah... I don't know. Could, would a wide lens camera get all three of us? I think one camera would could probably only get the two of us. Probably, the way we sit. We could just not have her in it. I mean, that'll teach her. Plus two of us, it would just be the side of our face. <laughs> mm. Versus like, ooh. Was that you? Yeah, it was like club wow. soda. <laughs> it's nasty, dude. You're a nasty boy. I know. Mm. So you hung out with your parents last night? Yeah, we had dinner with Did some get- steaks. Ooh, what kind? Filet, strip. They were some kind of filet. Tom, you guys seem like tomahawk people. No, they were filets. 
Aren't tomahawks like huge? This one has the bone still in it and it looks like a tomahawk. Oh yeah, no, these were boneless. I've only so I saw Burt Kreischer was on uh, you know I'm a big Burt Kreischer fan. He was on Stone Cold Steve Austin's um, show and they grilled out tomahawks. Hmm. And they were like walking around eating them like off of the bone. And like I was a like, caveman. I, I was like, I don't know that I would want to do that. Um, that just seems meh. Are they a good cut of meat? I don't even know. I would imagine. I think they're very expensive. Are they? I have no idea. I think they'd be hard to cook because they're very big. Yeah, I thought they were pretty huge. I had a very good filet at the Texas of Roadhouse. Did you? Um, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It was good. Well done. No, no, no. I like it medium. I love how when you they ask you, like, how would you like your steak cooked? I say medium. Like, so some pink is okay? It's like, yeah. Well, I think a lot of people order steaks and probably don't know. They don't know. Because I like medium rare. The problem when you order it, me- here's the thing. If I order it medium and it comes out medium rare, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. But if I order it medium rare and it comes out rare, I don't, I'm going to send it back. I'm not going to be able to do it. I feel like in a place like that, though, they're not going to give you a rare steak. At, like the Roadhouse? Yeah. You'd have to be in like a really fancy place. I feel like that they would be willing to do that. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I would eat a rare steak. The but. guy at the bar next to me, his shit looked pretty rare. Like, I think it was still mooing when they slabbed really? it off. Yeah, I like it, it pretty like, pink myself. Mm. It's like it's good. It's like cold, though, almost. It's like a cool pink center. Yeah, I, think I prefer it like warm, so but yeah. Like, but I don't yeah. mind if the, there's blood on the plate. I'm going to turn this phone over because it's driving me crazy. So we're in this group thread and they're oh, just going wild going right now. Is yours going off? Yeah, I'll just turn it over. That's what I decided to do. Cody's talking to me. Or, oh, I shouldn't say his name, maybe. Our friend Shit. our friend Chody. <laughs> Chody, Chody. He's, he's going Jody. crazy. I don't know what Jody wants. Our friend Jody Foster. So you thought Jody and I were going to get into it this morning? I was hoping so. Why did you think that? Because you got very upset. Did I get mad? I mean, over text. How can you really tell? But like, mm. as, soon, was, as soon as he said that, I'm like, oh. This, you, knew, you knew it was coming. Yeah. I was like, the response ought to be interesting. <laughs> For me? Yeah. Did the little dots show up? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Huh. And then the other friend was trying to like diffuse it and talk about something else. Yeah. <laughs> I've not been in a good place the I last- I just didn't say anything. The last, uh, what, so last night at like 11 is when I found out. Is that when Brooke texted us and ruined my whole evening? It was late, yeah. So it's 5.30 now. So what would that have been? Five and then 12 is 17 hours. Mm-hmm. Minus one is 18. 18 hours? Mm-hmm. 18 hours. It's been a very depressing time here at the Bowers household. You know, Abby and I are huge Foo Fighters fans. So is Jess, actually. Yeah, I know. So it was rough. Well. At first, we were like, nah, that can't be true. Hmm. There's no way he died. Because they didn't even really give like a cause of death. Well, they must not know yet. Well, I mean, he's in like South America. What, what oh, was the, yeah. Is it Bulgaria? Uh, no. I forget where I said he was at. They're doing the Brazil Lollapalooza Fest. But do they have to release the records? I mean, does that even have to be public? Like if you or I died, we don't have to release like what happened, do we? I think they do. I think it's, isn't, aren't toxicology reports public record? I don't know. Or are they sealed maybe? I don't know why they would be public unless there was some kind of like criminal activity. I mean, Bob Saget's got released i guess it did they held they released the whole autopsy didn't they because then they find the abrasion on the back of his head or whatever maybe i don't remember i thought the family was fighting that or something mm. i don't know i'm sure it'll come out sooner or later what it was but then i mean you have like these online people saying that it may or may not have been drug related it's like you guys don't know just shut up nobody knows it's all speculation i know but it, 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 he and i talked after about the his poor his ill time <laughs> i said it was an ill time text message that i may have taken 
He was probably just trying to lighten the mood, and it just was not conveyed well. Well, I mean, <laughs> the fact that at, when he said it, that you immediately knew I was not going to be happy with it says that it was probably not a well thought out response. No, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. I wasn't that mean, though. I don't think I was mean, was I? No. You were just curt. I was also watching <laughs> this movie, so I was like occupied. Yeah. Occupied. Preoccupied. Maybe I do pronounce shit weird. Abby's always on me. She's like, you say shit so weird. Like tomorrow. How do you say tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. No, I say tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. She's on that one. You all say day. it like that? Tomorrow. It's weird. That's how I say it. Root. Tomorrow? <laughs> root. A tree root. I say root. It's a root. I say roof. A dog, the dog says a roof. It's a roof. Not a roof. Like over your head. <laughs> <laughs> Rut. There's a roof over my hip. Yeah, we talked. We're good. We, we talked on good. a side I'm glad. text. Yeah, I said it was an ill-timed text message that I may have taken. Uh, that I may have been a bit sensitive about. Was he worried? Yeah, he was like, <laughs> he thought I. He was like, I was like mad at him. Yeah. Well, fuck, we've been friends since we were three. I just assumed you were just mad, not like. I'm honestly you know, just dude, in the moment, and we don't like... get political or religious on this podcast. But I'm just so fucking sick. Of hearing about COVID and vaccines and Biden and Trump, I'm just mm-hmm. done with it. That's how social media is now. I don't want to. I don't want to hear about it. Like we were at dinner the other night at my parents' house, and my mm-hmm. dad said, "It's all he wants to talk about." Wow. Oh. I'm like, Dad, I don't. And finally, Jesse's like, "I don't want to fucking talk about politics." And then he yeah. got like, butt hurt and went outside. But it's like, yeah, it sucks. I'm done. Yeah. Nobody ever used to talk about it, at least not my. Circle. I was thinking that, like, I don't remember, like, you knew, uh-uh. like, it, when I was young, like, you knew who, like, the Republican, I'm doing air quotes, Republicans or the Democrats were, but like, at the family gatherings, mm-hmm. but like, nobody talked about it. No, I don't remember anybody ever talking about it. Or like, they we had religious people, and mm-hmm. my grandpa would say a prayer before we ate dinner or whatever. But like, you could see the people that like, there's everybody was respectful, right? Yeah, and if you just rolled your eyes and, you know, went along with it. You could see the people that, like, our, my family is not overly religious, so mm-hmm. we, like, you know, we're, like, looking at each other. And me and my sister were young, so I'm sure we did dumb shit to make each other laugh during oh, it. No, probably. But, like, it wasn't like now. I don't know. It's just gotten so toxic now. We live in strange fucking times, dude. End of the world. I don't think that. Mother Earth is pissed. <laughs> Maybe, dude. <laughs> she tried COVID. Well, she's like, that didn't work. She's going to try something else. This fucking war in Ukraine. It's like, mm-hmm. well, COVID didn't work. Let's break out the nukes. Yes, let's try this instead. <laughs> we'll all be walking around looking like the toxic Avenger. Oh, God. Mm. As long as you got some liquor, you see that mushroom cloud, you might as well just party it up because they're not going to make it. Let's get it. Dude, we'll just get the Jack Daniels in the crown and we'll just get in the hot tub. Yeah. Wait for the big cloud to come get us you think if we got in the hot tub and closed the lid that the shit would just go away like go around us? <laughs> so. could you see all we of us run in out the of hot air. tub like <laughs> yeah <sighs> yeah that'd be fucking terrible wouldn't it man hmm. you know, like all those apocalyptic movies like i don't want to live in that kind of world i'd rather the hmm. the bomb just take me oh <laughs> uh, like aftermath yeah. stuff like walking dead type stuff yeah i don't want to live like that that's how abby is she's like if this shit happened i would just kill myself <laughs> i'm like i don't think i it would depend on if the kids what happened with the kids like i couldn't imagine um what was that movie we did with felicia and tawny uh it's a stephen king movie the, oh, mist. the mist the yeah. mist fog mist the mist. mist um i couldn't imagine just like 
killing my kid because there were these big dinosaur things out, right? Like, okay, yeah. Yeah, that'd be hard to do. Like, it'd be shitty, but, like, I just wouldn't. Like, they pulled over, and it's like, mm, I don't think I'd give up that quick. I still hate the end of that. Why did you have to remind me about that? It's depressing. I fucking hate the end of that movie. <laughs> what did I watch? I was going to talk to you about something. What was it? Something that was really depressing. Hmm. Don't know. Can't remember. Excuse me. I don't remember either, but hmm, interesting. What the fuck you been up to? You'll be happy to know that Gilded Age ended for the season. I think I'm going to watch it. Is it, a, is it like a, a sequel or prequel to anything? Do I got to watch anything else first? No. So I can just watch it. Yeah. I mean, right. it's a drama if you're into that. I'm not, but <laughs> I've just you've been talking about it for like a month and a half, and I feel like I just need to go for it. The Gilded Age. It's on the, it's on the paper. I doubt you'll like it, but... I've had to talk about it because it's one that you have to wait every week for, and it was annoying, so I couldn't mm. binge it. But it's done, and then there'll be a season two at some point. Ooh. Yeah, it's an HBO show. So really, you should be thanking the patrons for allowing you to watch that show because That's we, we um, have put... So what we do with the patron money is generally we put it back into the show in some way, whether it's for our podcast hosting platform, which we pay for, the website we pay for, um, we try to use certain platforms we watch a lot of movies on, like that, mm-hmm. uh, HBO, Shudder, Shudder for the patron exclusives. The so, Shud. Yeah, the fucking patrons. Thank you to the patrons. Speaking of which, we have a new one. Oh, we do? We'll, we'll talk about her later. Ooh. So, yeah, I finished that, and then I've just actually been watching Family Guy again. Yeah, I feel like you used to watch a lot of Family Guy. I did, and then I like stopped, and now they're all on Hulu, so I just put it on when I'm doing stuff. And You know what I thought about doing? What? I know when I say that, I could see your wheels spin. You're like, oh, fuck. Where's he going now? Um, watching The Simpsons. It's the longest running yeah. TV show, right? I thought about that, too. But God, that'd take a lot of time. I've, have you ever watched The Simpsons episode? Yeah, we watched it like all the time throughout the 90s. I feel like I like I know the characters. Mm-hmm. And I know like the stupid, like, uh, what is it? Eat My Shorts mm-hmm. and uh That's all dope. old stuff, yeah. Like, I know that stuff. Like, I don't know that I've honestly... I'm sure I have. Like, my mom's going to be listening to this right now mm-hmm. going, I know you... She'll text me about shit, dude. She'll be yeah. listening to the podcast and be like, well, you said this wrong and actually what happened was... And blah, 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 blah. So she'll be like, yeah, you used to watch Simpsons all the time. I don't remember any Simpsons episodes. Like, I can't... Oh, yeah. Like, it was a show we watched back then. I couldn't go through, like, an entire Simpsons episode. Like, I couldn't explain one to you that I've seen. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I, probably when I went to college, I kind of stopped watching it when I got older. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. How long? They're like 20 minute episodes? Yeah, like half hour, but with commercials, probably 21, 23 minutes. It's weird they're on Disney. Well, they're on Fox, and Disney owns that part of no. Don't they own Hulu or something now? No, no, no. Disney doesn't own Fox. Right? No, because Disney owns ESPN, and Fox Sports and ESPN are like rivals. I don't think, I think, no, okay. I don't think that's, that's true. what I'm thinking of then. But I, I mean, they were probably were on Fox at one point, I'm sure. It's just weird that Disney is like... Because The Simpsons is broadcast on Fox. Okay. I agree. I don't know. I assume that's correct. So I don't know why it would be on Disney, but... That's weird that a Disney-owned... I don't know. I assume they're on Hulu because that's Fox, so... Like, that's what Family Guy and stuff's on, and Does King of the Hill and all that stuff. Fox owns Hulu? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, Interesting. Hmm. We probably sound so uneducated right now. Like, These fucking morons don't know anything. Did you hear about the uh, Disney Plus fucking issues Mm-mm. with the fucking parents? 
No. So uh, Disney Plus, I'm assuming they had to have sent out some sort of announcement. I can't imagine they just did this out of the blue, but um, they changed it to where you can have like Netflix-style parental settings on Disney Plus now. Oh. So you have to go in. Like if I don't want the girls to be able to watch TV 14 or above or mm-hmm. Y7 or above, whatever, I have to go in and set it now. Before, it was just like the, all the content was basically for kids. For I shouldn't say for kids, but they they I would feel comfortable with them just getting on Disney and watching whatever mm-hmm. they want. Probably with the exception of The Simpsons, I guess. I don't know. Is it bad? Should the kids not watch The Simpsons? I don't think it's bad. I think a lot of it they probably wouldn't get because I think it's a lot of adult mm. humor. But but anyway, like overnight they changed the uh, settings, so you have to go in as a parent and update. Like I'd have so they each have profiles. I we'd have to go in and say we don't want Charlotte to be able to watch TV fourteen or above. Mm-hmm. But because what they did is remember how Disney or Marvel had all of the um, Netflix series? Mm-hmm. They dumped all those onto Disney Plus overnight. Oh. So like Punish- so that's why they did Punisher that. is on okay. there. Daredevil is on there. So that makes sense why they Right, but somebody the- probably went, oops. <laughs> right, but like the parent like so Charlotte or Lucy could have got could have gotten on there and like to start watching Punisher. Hmm. Because they're parental, we didn't have parental settings at the time. But Abby told me because I was telling her about it, we were joking. Because I was like, well, I mean, it's not Disney's job to monitor what your fucking kids watch. That should be on you as a parent, right? But somebody would blame them for it. That's what was happening. They were like, yeah. Why would Disney do this? I can't believe these types of shows are on. But Abby said, you know what? When I lo- when I got on Disney Plus the other day, a pop up came up, mm-hmm. and it explained all the fucking new parental settings. Well, then screw them. And asked you if you wanted to go in and change all of them. She was like, again, I didn't know why they were asking me this, but like I didn't do it. Hmm. So I'm like. Well, what the hell did our parents do? They didn't even have ratings. <laughs> was, I mean, I know I watch stuff I shouldn't have watched. Well, yeah, but they t- they said go outside. Yeah, go do something. Right. Not fucking sit on your thing, but whatever. I don't know. Anyway, so I totally cut That's you crazy. off with your what what's going <laughs> what's going on in the Seth world. That was it as far as my shows. I'm just the gilded. Played age. some GTA with my friend. How often do you play that? I don't know. Once or twice a week. Really? Yeah. You guys just get on there like together? Yeah, with, Like a headset and talk? Yeah. Really? I'm so yeah. old. We just go mess with people, blow shit up. Can you buy this new Texas Chainsaw game? Probably, if it's available for PS4. You have a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Abby and I were talking. So I have the Xbox One up there. I haven't oh. even turned it on. Is that the newest one? I asked Brooke that the other day because... Um, Someone in the family was being offered one, and I forget for how much money it was. But I said, "Is this even the newest Xbox version?" And he was like, "I don't know." So I text Brooke because mm-hmm. I know Brooke's a gamer. I was like, "Hey, uh, what's the newest Xbox version?" He was like, "An X or an S or something." I don't know. I was like, "Yeah, bro, I don't think the Xbox One is the new version. You probably don't want to go that route." It looks kind of old. That? Yeah. Yeah, it looks kind of boxy. It's not very sexy. Because you know the PS Five is out now. I I have no idea. That's the newest. How much is, are, is a PS? If I wanted to go get one right now at Walmart, how much would it run me? If you can, I, well, people weren't able to find them for a while, but oh. I think they're like five, six hundred bucks, maybe. Man, that's crazy. I remember my parents thinking that one hundred and ninety nine dollars was crazy for a PlayStation three, PS three, mm-hmm. PS four. Probably not a PS four. That would have been more. That's like still available now. I think that's mm. the one I have. So the PS1 was the gray one with the silver thing that you popped it and the thing popped up? Yes, because I had one of those. 
And the PS2 was black, right? I think so. And it was the first one where the games actually inserted into the console? I think so. I don't know what the 3 looked like. I don't either. I think it was the PS3. Because it came with like... It was the first console you bought that came with a game, right? It was like, ooh, it comes with GTA 3. Ooh. Or not GTA 3. Uh, Gran Turismo. Yeah, I was, at a, I was not gaming at that point. You're an old gamer. But I remember my mom made me... I wanted a Super Nintendo. Yeah. She made me buy it. It was $90. And it came with one controller. And what game did it come with? Like Yoshi's Island or something? This was Super Nintendo? Yeah. Mm. So it would have been was like early Super 90s. Mario World? It might have been that. I don't remember what it came with. I never had one. I had... Um, but that would have been early 90s and $90. I was like, I had to save up forever to buy that damn thing. You had to buy it yourself. Yeah. Because yeah. we had a Nintendo, but they, I had to buy my own Super Nintendo. Okay. We had, so our, my cousins had a Nintendo, which we, I mean, we lived down where Abby and I lived in the little cottage yeah. there. We, we live right there so I could just walk over. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember we got one, a Nintendo, but then I think the Sega Genesis. Yeah. My friend had one of those. Was the one I had. Mm-hmm. Cause I think, didn't you either go with Sega or you went with Nintendo? Cause yeah. like the Genesis was the combatant to the Super Nintendo. I think. Right. Yeah. So we had the Genesis and then I think my other cousin had Super Nintendo cause you could play uh, Super Mario World mm-hmm. on that. But like Sega was like Mortal Kombat. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Sonic Mortal Kombat. Right. That creepy Michael Jackson game. Oh, I never saw that. That was weird. <laughs> I remember like Mike yeah. Tyson's punch out mm-hmm. or was that for Nintendo? That was Nintendo. I think. Okay. Mario Kart, of course. So we didn't have like all the Mario stuff. We always had mm-hmm. the Sega stuff. Right. So then my I would go to my friend's house and play all of the Super Nintendo shit. Because then I was like, man, fuck, it's so much better. Like I wish mm-hmm. I had the Nintendo stuff. So then I forget. I think like at a garage sale or something, I ended up. And this was like after the PlayStation came out. Like I remember mm-hmm. we, we got like a Super Nintendo for like pennies yeah at a garage sale dude i fucking whoop, yanked that playstation right out and hooked that super nintendo up and was just like fucking nerd it had a lot of fun it. games from what i remember because it went nintendo nintendo super nintendo in mm-hmm. 64 yeah and then uh the the, the wii the wii nintendo wii, wii or that whatever that is the wii wii I remember when 64 came out, I was in, like a freshman in high school. My friend had it, mm-hmm. and I thought I could not believe because it was like 3D. Oh, yeah. I, I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Well, that was when you could first play the 007 game, right? The shooter yeah. game? Yeah. That fucking controller was weird, though. Yeah, because you either had to hold it like in the middle or yeah. up there. NFL Blitz, you could like Hulk Hogan leg drop people after you tackled them. I didn't them. play the sports games. Well, I you know I don't want it. I didn't I didn't know if you did or not. Maybe no. you did. I don't know. But you play that now and like the graphics suck. Oh, it's terrible. It's <laughs> when terrible. it came out, I remember thinking it was so cool. They still have NFL Blitz. So if you go to like a video game bar, like 16-bit mm. or some of the other ones, um, they still have like the NFL Blitz like stand-up arcade games and it's not as bad but i mean if you drink enough the graphics look a little better i think they just blur out that's what i was gonna say why does it get so blurry that i can't tell anyway (laughs) Uh, the fuck did we get on this topic i don't know we just Um, lost all the young listeners (laughs) nah fuck them they don't care uh okay so i did watch the worst neighbor ever finally I only watched the first one, but after what you said about the other ones i'm not gonna watch them (laughs) so i watched the first one and it was like really good i was like wow this is great so i keep watching it the second one was meh the third one was a little better but not that great the fourth one's pretty good 
See, I was expecting like Night Stalker style mm. of show and they just weren't that. Like I didn't like the weird animation cartoony. I don't think they had enough content. So it just that's what I was expecting it to be and it wasn't that. Yeah. The first one was good with the old lady. Yeah. But it was just so shocking I think because of she was old, but she really wasn't. Right. And things were going on, but like the next the second one's not I mean the story is really sad, but it's not not that great but but it's still not as good as like night stalker or the no. cecil hotel one like those are actually like kind of creepy to watch yeah just the way they did it so. well, i think they had a lot more footage too yeah because were they more recent night stalker was like 80s oh okay yeah i don't know they uh they they did a good job with i think those netflix documentaries are all really well done it's just the first one was so good and you can tell they knew it too, because that's what they advertised. The mm-hmm. first one with the old lady, just her, yeah. But Abby liked all of them, but she's also like really weird in the home invasion shit, which is mm-hmm. becoming a fucking problem at this point. Turns her on. No, quite the opposite. So like, we moved in here. I didn't travel. Now I, I'm back to on the road mm-hmm. partially, and she just doesn't like it when I travel. But it's because she's watching all these fucking yeah. home invasion shit. Spooks are out. Yeah, but it's fine. It'll be all right. We got machine guns. They're up on top of the roof. Automatic. Just, hear what you know, I did there? On the roof. She can control them from an app. There you go. It's just what we need. Yeah. <laughs> can just be shooting everybody driving by. <laughs> the problem with getting app-driven uh, machine guns on everybody's house is if the machines ever want to take over, oh, now yeah. we've armed the machine. And we're screwed. Fucking Elon Musk. Yeah, so I watched that. I would not recommend it to people, honestly. The first one, yes. Hmm. The rest of them, nah. Yeah, I won't watch the others. Uh, and then I'm still continuing The Walking Dead. I'm gonna I'm gonna go all the way through. It really saddens me that you don't like it. I think it just keeps getting better. I would have to start it over. I mean, I haven't watched it since the first season was on. This last one was really good. And again, for all of you Walking Dead fans that may be getting back into it, AMC Plus has The Walking Dead universe. Mm. Yes. So I actually we actually get every Walking Dead episode a week early. So right now, I could ruin it for all of you f- direct TV watchers, mm-hmm. <laughs> the spectrum watchers. I already know what happens. Should we just ruin it for them? I mean, I don't care because I don't watch it. So, <sighs> All right, I won't do it. Um, all right, that's all, that's all I got to. So, dude, our March month is over. March Madness month has come to an end. Sadly. One of our highest downloaded months today. Really? It is. Wow. It is. It's crazy. It's wild. It's crazy wild. It's exciting. Wild, crazy good. Here's what I think the the thing is. We our, our January sucked. We were not hot in January. But when you look at the movie selections, we didn't have popular movies Mm-mm. picked in January. No. So now we can go back to the drawing board. and Maybe that's not a great theme. What? On popular movies? Well, that's definitely not a theme, <laughs> a good theme. The January, um, what was it? New Year's Eve theme. I don't even remember what movies we did. We did New Year, New You, the Hulu movie. Oh, yeah. We did The Caravan, The Caravan, The Carnival. No, your movie. The, oh, The Phantom Carriage. The Phantom That's Carriage. Right. We're trying to open people's minds to these movies. Yeah, yeah. What was the one just did? It was the one where they were all in the room, the room, the house. Oh, that Canadian one. Yeah, that's the problem. We just need not do. What was that movie? We called? just need to not do Canadian films. What kind of disease movie? Yeah, the disease. Um, but yeah, March Madness was a hit. So I think you know we did March Monster Madness Month. Did I screw that up? It just was March Madness this time. Yeah, but last year was March 
Monsters of Mars. Nah, <laughs> Something I, like I, that. I, I don't know. I still can't remember it. But we, Madness was in. I think March Madness, that's our theme. <laughs> We've got it down. Even B Swan's doing good? Yeah, Black Swan's doing very well. I feel like that was a popular movie. It, it was so good. Yeah. February, we did really well, too. Movies we love but shouldn't. We'll see what uh, our next month brings. Well, that's where I'm headed. Our April theme. We're ready to announce it. It's going to be Stephen King month. We've been kicking that idea around for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Years. It actually has been years. We finally picked it. Ah, we did. We did. I can't believe we talked Stormy out of doing wet, uh, Storm movies. Stormy. <laughs> we still can for May. Is that a Stormy month? I don't know. Is that still tornado season? I don't think so. I think we did camp movies in May. I really don't remember. It feels more like a June thing. Maybe we did. We kind of do whatever we want. So if I mm-hmm. Stephen King month. We're doing, I know you're upset. We're doing it. Chapter one, my pick. Mm-hmm. It chapter two, <laughs> Jess's pick. And you picked Carrie. Christine. Christine. I knew it was a you've female. you've never seen it. Oh, I knew it was a woman that uh, started with letter C. Yeah. Christy, I've never seen it. That's the car movie, correct? Yes. Have you seen both the carries? The old one and the new one? I've only... Uh, did I see the new one? I've only... Uh, I know I've seen the old one a million times, but the new one, I don't think so. Mm. I like the old one. I don't mind the old one. I can see your dirty pillows. I don't think I've ever seen the They're new one. They're called Breast Mama. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Plug it up. I love that we added that into the uh, intro to the, the show. And we've never even talked about that movie. Isn't that weird? Yeah. How? Why did we start chanting that? It was when we were on with Mark and Brooke. I don't remember. We had all the issues with the audio. Remember the internet connection uh, went out. Mm-hmm. Um, the laptop wasn't plugged in. That's right. And then I rolled over the lap. The cord back here and the mixer went out. Yeah. We looked like a bunch of idiots. And they were like, what? The? And they were right in the middle of their plug. So then we That's went back right. in and plug we, we all started chanting, plug yeah. it up. There's so many Stephen King movies. We really could do like two or three months of it. Well, I was... Um, so you can do Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> that's actually the worst. So I don't know what website this was. It may have been uh, Bloody Disgusting or Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know. But they rated all of the... That's they ranked, the worst one. They ranked all of the Stephen King movies. Because he directed it, didn't he? It was like the only one he directed. Well, and he gave everybody <laughs> before him so much shit about how bad they were at directing his movie adaptations. And he does that one, and it's the worst one. So... I mean, the whole premise of it is a little ridiculous. That's where the cars... Yeah, like a comet passes by or something and all the machines like come to life. It's got Emilio in it. Yeah. Yeah, we've fucked that one up on the... It'd be uh, a fun one just to do because it's, it's pretty bad. I mean, we could do it. Mm-hmm. We could do like months of Stephen King if we wanted to. There's a lot of movies, a lot of miniseries, a lot of TV movies, which mm. might be hard to find. Yeah. But, it, the TV series, is very long. I don't know if I could sit through that. I have it. We could try to do it tonight. We'll get fucked no. up and watch it. It's like, wasn't it like four or five hours? It's long. I think it was three nights, an hour each, so like three hours. I bet mm. you in relativity to movies now, it's probably not really that long. Yeah, probably not. Because the Batman was three hours The long. Batman. Did, you, did I say that funny? No. I just think like, it's funny that everyone calls it that. I know it's the name of it, mm-hmm. but it just sounds like you're saying the Batman. Well, Seth, I did say the Batman. Instead of saying just like Batman. Mm. But it's called The Batman. I know. It just sounds funny. Okay, whatever. Let's jump into getting lit and talking shit. Scary movie discussion. Our movie this episode, Kruby's Request, 19, according to this paper. I may have fucked that up. I don't know. Go in and look. Go into Apple and look. 
people. I can't do everything for you. Is Deep Blue Sea picked by our patron crewbie, D. Cole. You had a discussion with D. Cole. And I he did. asked why we hadn't done this movie. He told me about it. He did. It was on the wheel. It just hadn't been picked yet, D. Cole. I'm sorry. I guess I just never classified it as a horror movie. It's more of like a thriller, mm. I guess. I think it's a horror movie. If, I, I mean, mean, it can be, for sure, but... If you're going to consider, like, Jaws a horror movie, I think you have to consider this a horror movie, right? Yeah. Or, like, Sharknado or that shitty shark movie we did. What was that called? Mm. Was Jess wasn't on for that one, either. No. Jess clearly hates sharks. I forget what it was called. Shark titties or something. That was it. Know. Yep, yeah. shark. That was wolf titty. Yeah, anyway. Uh, so, D. Cole said, I would love Crawl. to hear... That was alligator dipshit. Oh, damn it. It's fine. Anyway, so you and D. Cole were talking. He said, I'd love to hear you boys and gal. Sorry, you didn't get the gal. Talk about it. It might be my favorite shark movie over Jaws. Thomas Jane and LL kick ass. Well, I mean, they're the only surviving two members of the fucking movie, so I would say they definitely did. Although LL's, um, what a weird name, LL. Mm-hmm. Even though his uh, harpoon shooting skills are not that great. No. He's like a 40-foot-long shark and hit me in the leg. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't an ideal situation either. The whole thing is not an ideal situation. In all honesty, it's all pretty dumb if you ask me, but we will get into that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anyway, was this your first watch? No. Do you remember your first watch? Mm-mm. I watched it a couple years ago, though, but before that, I don't know. Do you think it. you did watch it before that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched it quite a bit, and honestly, I remember being younger, because this came out in, like, 1999, I think. Yeah. I thought this movie was awesome, but I was also, uh, so I graduated in 06, I'm, would have been 18 in mm-hmm. 06, so 18 minus 7, that makes me, what, 11? Mm-hmm. Did I do the math right on that? I don't know. Fuck. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I had one drink too. Uh, yeah, we'll say it. I was like 11, so it'll, mm-hmm. I think an 11 year old me, not. And the CGI in this is awful, by the way. It looks like it is it, pretty bad. It looks like a bad um, uh, computer video game yeah. from that era. But yeah, that math is right because I would have been 17 okay. in 99. I, this would not have been a movie I would have gone to see in the theater, probably. I don't know if I saw it. In the, I, I, it feels like a movie that me and a friend would have like rented from like Blockbuster or something and thought we were fucking cool because our parents let us rent this movie. Yeah, this is definitely one like my parents would have rented and watched. So that might have been when the first time I saw it was. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I thought it was awesome. So I had, I had a lot different opinion of it this time, but we'll get into that. So It's just, I mean, it's painfully 90s. It's just very dated. It is. But there was a ton of movies like this back then. I don't think it's bad. I just no, don't it's just think that it's typical good. like it's good. action kind of thriller type movie which is is comical when we get to the director because that's what he's known for obviously yeah. is, is act action movies but um so the characters we got carter played by thomas jane he also played the punisher he played in the mist uh susan played by saffron burrows i'm assuming i pronounced that incorrectly i don't i didn't recognize her from anything else i didn't either uh-uh. okay uh russell is played by none other than samuel l jackson himself like how you put sam jackson i was be i was like flying through this <laughs> like we're buddies yeah. my, my buddy sam it's like debbie logan uh i don't think that sam jackson needs any introduction he is very very sam jackson in this movie though yeah he like embodies every Samuel L. Jackson performance yep. in this movie. Mm-hmm. Tom, played by Michael Rappaport. 
Uh, so the director, I'm assuming it's Rennie. Can't believe you didn't list Preach on here. Ah, oh, fuck. Preach <laughs> is played by none other than LL Cool J. Yeah, since he's one of the ones that survives. I know. I fucked up. I'm sorry. I should have. That probably makes me look a little racist. Yeah, it does. The only black... Oh, no. Samuel Jackson's black. Look, Samuel... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, LL Cool J in this, to me, is the exact same character that he played in H2O. Yeah, pretty much. Is he not? Yeah, he's kind of the comic relief kind of goofy yeah he's got a fucking bird that talks yeah he didn't have a bird in h2o people are gonna be iming us like hey man well he had the wife that he was always on the phone with reading his romance sex novel which may have been a parrot at home Mm -hmm. on the phone we don't know we don't know we weren't there i don't know director rennie harlan known for are you ready for this yeah exorcist the beginning never seen it driven cliffhanger Die Hard 2, A Nightmare on Elm Street 4, and uh, most recently, The Misfits. So this fits right into his genre. Oh, for sure. This is right in his fucking wheelhouse of um, bad action movies. Mm-hmm. But Because let's be honest. If you're going to be a director of a Die Hard movie, 2 is the one you do not want to be the director right. of. It's the one that's most forgotten, mm-hmm. in my humble opinion. I have to say that. Okay. Great. Budget sixty to eighty-two million. I don't know where they came up with this. Uh, whatever. Box office one hundred and sixty-five million dollars. Jess, would you like to read the synopsis? Oh, she's not here. Would you like to read it in your Jess voice? Yeah. Okay. Like searching for a cure for Alzheimer's disease, a group of scientists on an isolated research facility become the prey as the trio of intelligent sharks fight back. Wow, dude, that was really good. I think that sounded just like her. They're not going to know. Hang on. You did a great job. <laughs> you don't get that from me often. No, I never do. Oh, You're a bitch. That's mean. That is mean. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm not mad. I'll text you about it later. <laughs> passive aggressively. <laughs> In a group text. I'll text you like, Seth, I didn't appreciate when you said that. Before we jump into this, should we get another another drink? Probably. I at least need some club soda in here. And we'll kick it over to the sponsors while we get another drink. Pull over. Scene one, opening scene. Girl, put that foot away. Two couples party on a very expensive boat. Start to feel bumps underneath as a shark jumps through the floor, startling them off the sides of the boat. Before it can eat them, Carter harpoons it from another boat, stopping it. Jump to Dr. Susan trying to convince Russell that her Alzheimer's pill works great. He decides to come to the lab. He takes her um, up in a helicopter. I think she's actually driving the helicopter. I think so. It's very impressive that she can drive the helicopter, and she's an Alzheimer's doctor. Wow. Multitasking. They get to the base, which happens to be in the middle of the ocean. Russell meets Janice, who shows him around. He witnesses Carter swimming with a shark, getting a license plate out of its mouth. Carter is slightly rude to Russell when they meet, and then Janice shows him the modified sharks, which are much larger uh, than a normal shark. They see the employees are leaving for the weekend, so they're going to have a skeleton crew for the weekend while he's there. Russell and Tom talk about the shark last night requiring two tranquilizers, which should have knocked it out, but it didn't. They discuss the height of the fences as Carter looks around curiously. While Janice shows Russell around, Susan and Jim, uh, a very reputable scientist, discuss their research that they're doing at the facility. In the lab, Carter and Russell have a heated discussion about Carter's backstory. Carter is on parole after doing two years in prison for smuggling. They never really say what he smuggled. He's just there to work. He isn't trying to save the world like the doc, and he's definitely not trying to ruin it. 
uh, insinuating that Russell is. Because I think Russell works for a pharmaceutical company. That's my assumption. Okay. That's giving them money to do this. Okay. Let's go to this opening scene here. These kids are out partying on this boat. They have a little boom box hanging out. Yeah, it was a sweet boom box. How did Carter approach in this boat so quietly? Mm. Out of nowhere. I don't know. It was a little unbelievable. I a lot in this movie is unbelievable. But the kids like are out there partying. Carter, they're getting attacked by this shark. It's about to eat these kids. And then boom, he shoots with the harpoon gun. Yeah. I'm like, where did this guy come from? I don't know. Was he out there watching these kids on the boat? Probably. I think he was a pervert. Voyeuring. Mm-hmm. 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 We had the dramatic wine bottle fall. Yeah, the wine bottle falls and the red wine goes into mm. the water. I'm sorry, but I don't think a shark is going to think that's blood. There's a fun fact about that. Okay, all right. Well, I won't ruin that. But the thing me. I hate about these movies with these sailboats, you mm. know how the sail always swings back and forth? Yes. That fucking annoys me. Like, wouldn't it lock in place when it's not in use? You would think. Because it always knocks somebody over or hits somebody in the face. Right, and they're anchored, I would assume. Yeah, they're, so just they're not sitting moving. there and the sail was in. So wouldn't like, they pull the sail like 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 you said pull the sail in but like wouldn't they like tie it up to where it's like not able to move the boat you would think i don't know because wouldn't it just pull against the anchor yeah yeah i don't know that always annoys me uh and i'm gonna be honest i didn't think these sharks looked that big Mm -mm. at least not in this beginning part even later i feel like they talk about how big these sharks are i'm like and like relevant maybe because i've seen like the meg the newer one with jason statham the things are huge yeah um but I didn't feel like they were that big of sharks. No, but probably bigger than like a regular shark you would see. Okay. Maybe they tried to make them look realistic. I don't know. Yeah, and this Jan chick is awful. <laughs> Why do you not like Jan? She, it's either the writing or her or both. It's just she's terrible. Mm-hmm. Like all the shit she says where they're talking about the license plate and it's just oh. like, it's bad. You think her acting is bad? Yeah. Yeah. And when she's giving the torch, there's all these stupid one-liners that are really, like, cheesy. I think it was supposed to be that way. Like, I yeah. think they tried to add too much comedy into this movie, to be honest. I mean, like, Preach's comedy was pretty funny, but, like, hers yeah. was just, like, it didn't land well. Yeah. It just came off as, like, bad acting. Did she, like, start with an accent, and then as the movie went on, it, like, slowly, like, went away? I don't know. Did she? I didn't notice. I thought maybe she just looked like she would have an accent. I'm not sure. Like, it was... We, I don't know. I didn't care for a character, especially later when she starts yeah. getting a little wild. Yeah. But um, I'm honestly not into shark movies. I'm generally not. They're not my either. like Jaws. I could I could care less about Jaws. Yeah. Um, the Meg was good, but like, um, what's the other one with Mandy Moore? Forty eight meters down or something? Oh, or she's in that cage thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, eh. I never even saw that one. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not super into it, but. Um, you gotta love Russell slash Sam's outfit. Yeah, <laughs> he's like out in the middle of the ocean, funny. and he's got like a real like a winter sweater on. Yeah, that's very typical of yeah. It's like Tommy Hilfiger, like what was the other one polo, like mm. those ugly sweaters <laughs> that people wore. You were into, it. you liked it. I wore them. Yeah, I could see that. Ugly. So, I think what we're supposed to get right here is that Carter and Russell are like complete opposites of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you see, they, I thought that interaction between them wasn't bad. It was okay. Yeah. I mean, he's basically has the power to shut them down. But Carter's not like sucking his ass. Like all the right. other people like trying to be really nice to him mm. and giving him a bite. Carter's like, dude, I'm here to deal with the fish. Yeah. Yeah. Scene two. <laughs> I'm here to deal with them fish. <laughs> Scene two. 
feeding time. We meet Preacher the cook and his parrot as the building starts to shake, and he says, oh, it's feeding time. Carter watches the two sharks eat another shark, and we hear the intercom call for Susan to come to the deck. Flares go off, and we see that they're throwing her a birthday party. The group talk about how sharks never go blind or get cancer. They're the oldest creatures on the planet. They've been able to increase the shark's brains so that they can create more protein to pull from for their experiments. Meanwhile, Carter tries to tell Susan that there is an issue with the sharks. The sharks will only eat other sharks, which I guess is weird for sharks. I don't know. She asks who he's told this to and then asks him if he likes his job. The test tomorrow is crucial for everyone. The next morning, we see there is a storm approaching. Tom raised the fences like Carter had asked him to, and Carter goes harpoon scuba diving as the group watch him on the monitors. He's in a cage tunnel under the water, and the two large sharks attack him on both sides. They swim backwards when Carter points the gun at them, which worries the team because apparently sharks cannot swim backwards. The sharks swim off and the cameras go down. We see the sharks are biting the cameras, causing them to go down. Carter's able to trick one of the sharks. He tranquilizes it and somehow gets it on a platform as the group raises it up into the lab. Susan go, uh, does her procedure, pulling matter from the shark's brain, missing it with matter of an Alzheimer patient's brain, and their experiment is a success. Jim bends down, telling the shark, great job, as it jumps up, bites off his arm. Carter grabs a gun to shoot it, but Susan hits the release button, dropping the shark back into the water. Freaking Susan, man. Bitch. Oh, dude. Uh, I thought at first there was like some sexual tension between Carter and Susan. Did you get that when she was like, they were like first talking, but then she like immediately turns into a huge asshole. Yeah. Like, do you like your job, you piece of shit? Prison mm-hmm. parolee. Yeah. Parolee. Yeah. God, some of these lines, when they bring the fish up, the guy's like, did someone order the fish? Yeah. Like, oh, God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, this whole movie is so corny, honestly. But, like, why do they have to do this during the storm? Like, him going down there to get the shark to bring it up to do this extraction thing and did nobody monitor the weather that they didn't know this tropical storm was happening this weekend right well they were showing it earlier because that chick in the tower was looking at it i i think what we're supposed to believe is that this is the only time they have to like prove to this guy that that this is what they should be investing their money in well didn't she say 48 hours or something that's what he gave because they wanted to shut the facility down yeah. and she talks him into coming and seeing the research they've done and that's what i think he gives them like 48 hours so basically if they don't impress him uh in that time then he's going to shut the facility down did someone order the fish <laughs> oh, did you Robert. suck his cock <laughs> oh god here we go <laughs> uh, did you to- notice she like put a key around her neck Susan, like, what would, do we ever see what happens with that? That's the key she uses to get into the locker later to get, oh, okay. to get the data. Because I noted it because they, like, obviously made it a point to show it to us. Yeah. And I couldn't remember what she did with well, it. Well, and am I the only one that would be. Okay. So, yes, yeah, so sharks don't swim backwards. Great. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not a, a marine biologist. Mm-hmm. I, I assume that's what those people do. Maybe right. Not. I don't know. I don't know what sharks do. Mm-hmm. However, I do know that sharks should not be eating cameras. Right. That would imply that the shark knows that we are watching the camera mm-hmm. to see what Carter's doing, mm-hmm. and they are taking the cameras out strategically. Yeah. Nobody says a word. No, and they have these two little pussy-ass straps holding the shark down. Yes, that's another <laughs> like, problem. Like, that's really going to hold that thing. But before we even get to that, 
Okay, I believe that Carter outsmarted the shark. He put his scuba gear mm-hmm. off on the side. The shark bites it. He shoots the shark with the tranquilizer. Yep. How does he get this 40-foot really heavy shark on this little platform? I don't know. Did he just happen to shoot it and it fell down onto the platform? I guess. It's mm. convenient. I, I'm i not buying it. I'm sorry. It's a little unbelievable. It's a little unbelievable. I'm just... the the. the the geography doesn't add up for me. Right. How, he got it on there, <laughs> How about that arm bite? Let's talk about the arm bite. He needs some of that TCM butcher salt on that thing. Dude, that thing was shooting blood. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a chance. No. And don't sharks have like an unbelievable amount of bacteria in their mouth? That I don't know, I would think. but Okay. I was hoping it was in fun facts. But I feel like if you got bit by a shark, like without immediate medical attention, you're probably not going to make it. Well, that's why they get the chopper. Mm. But yeah, I mean, I don't know how you would stop that kind of blood loss when your arm is completely bit off. I don't know what you would do, but it's like, I think what we're supposed to get out of this is that what Tom was telling Carter earlier, like, hey, these, or I'm sorry, Carter was telling Tom earlier, hey, these tranquilizers are not sufficient for Mm. these sharks. Right. Because that's what he told him earlier. He's like, hey, I hit it with two and it barely did anything. Mm Mm-hmm. And it looks like in this one, he only hit it with one. Yeah. But you can see the shark moving mm-hmm. the whole time. So I'm like, why would this idiot go right up to his face? I don't know. I think he was a drunk. Probably. To be honest, because wasn't he pissing off the side of the thing? Like, yeah, and he was smoking. Oh. Ew. Ew. Hmm. He was excited. Yeah. I would have to assume in that role, if you were like had your whole life invested in uh, the scientific research type things that like when one actually happened, it would be like the equivalent of a good sexual experience. You'd want to smoke. You'd be like, oh, I got to get yeah. a smoke in. Got to get that nicotine in my bloodstream. And it was still fashionable then. That's true. But I don't think cigars have nicotine, correct? I think they do. Don't they? Anybody out there that is a avid cigar smoker, please let us know. But then fucking Susan had to release it back into the water. Those are her babies. It also kind of bothers me that Susan is so gung-ho and dedicated to this research. We find out a little bit that like, I think she had a family member or something that dealt with Alzheimer's. We never find out her backstory. I thought they did say that. Maybe I missed it. I thought like her dad died of it or something. They said, yeah, they talk about that, I think briefly, but it's like... She didn't go into like her experience because her and Carter briefly talk about it, but she doesn't like give her experience or like. No, but clearly it's a personal issue. Yeah, so I, I mean, I get what they were going for there. Yeah, but it's like, come on, Suze. But she's kind of cold anyway. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. She's not a very warm character. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Scene three. Let's help the doctor. The team rush the uh, rush to help the doctor despite the tropical storm and a medical helicopter approaches to get the doctor. The uh, the team take him up to the top tower and we like see all the storms crashing. The water is going freaking everywhere. The chopper can't land, so they strap the doctor to a winch. The chopper takes off over the water. The winch fails, so like they're like trying to pull his um, what do you call that? that you lay on. Like a stretcher type thing? Yes. They try to pull his stretcher up into the um, helicopter with a winch. It fails. One of the sharks jump up, grabs the doctor, and pulls the plane into the tower, causing a large explosion. Back in the lab, the team watch as the shark swims toward them. The doctor is in his mouth, and the shark basically like throws or thrusts the uh, doctor into the glass, shattering it. Water flies into the lab. The team nearly gets the door open as water rushes through. Janice screams in sadness. 
Preacher unsuccessfully calls the tower and realizes that the tunnel he's in is about to flood. The rest of the team realize the elevator to get up is sealed shut, leaving them with no way to get up to the main floor. As the facility floods, we see that one of the sharks makes its way inside. Russell questions Carter as to how a shark could break through a steel door and how they're able to strategize the way they are. Susan admits that they use gene therapy to enlarge the shark's brains, in turn making them much smarter than any normal shark. Susan tries to rationalize what they did and Carter shoots her down immediately. Meanwhile, the team finds that their submarine is damaged beyond repair. They can't use it to get out. Preacher hides from a shark in a flooded tunnel. His bird gets chomped. He hides in an oven, but the shark, somehow Seth, turns the fucking oven on. The rest of the team argue about swimming out of the lab as Janice and Susan continue to argue about the doctor. Preacher escapes being cooked barely and blows the shark up for eating his bird. Wow. Yeah, my thought was watching this like, oh, if I was in this, I'd want to be that chick in the tower because she's the safest. Mm. Clearly that wasn't true. She got blown all the <laughs> yeah, hell. Dude. She was way up there. I'm like, oh, that'd probably be the best place to be. <laughs> dude, I thought as soon as that winch stuck, I was like, oh man, this this helicopter is so screwed. Mm. Of like, course it got stuck. Like Like I was thinking, like, wouldn't you just go straight up? Mm-hmm. Like, why'd they go out over the shark pit? I don't know. Granted, maybe those helicopter guys didn't know. Probably not. They're just like Coast Guard or whatever, wherever they were. Yeah. I will say, though, when the shark is is swimming at the lab window with the doctor's stretcher still mm-hmm. in his mouth and it throws it into that glass, there's no fucking way it would have broke that. Did you see how thick, like a big block yeah. of the glass flies into the room? Yeah. It's three feet thick. Yeah. And it was just like the corner of the stretcher nah, thing. No way. Good. Or if the shark did throw it that hard, the doctor would have been dead. Then. Yes. Like smashed. smashed. Although it was <laughs> smashed. Smushed against the window. <laughs> Dude. Although I will say it was kind of uh, <clears throat> sad for Janice because Janice and the doctor, we find out, are an item. Yeah. Or at least fuck buddies mm-hmm. at best. Yeah. Uh, I did think it was a little sad that she had, like, because he was alive. Yeah. When the shark smashes his gurney, mm-hmm. gurney? No, his stretcher thing mm-hmm. against the window. And, like, they, like, look, they make they make eye contact. Yeah, like, that would be. That's a little sad. Yeah, I noted that's kind of fucked up, but she had to, like, look at him and then. Which I think now, talking about it with you, I think makes the way she acts later um, a little better, I guess. She still was annoying. Yeah. But, um, what a poorly designed building, though. Well, it's an old building. What's well, an oil rig, right? It was a World War II submarine oh. launching something. So not made for what they're doing. Right. They just like converted it. Okay. So I'm like, okay, you. they immediately run to this room once the, the big lab mm-hmm. starts flooding. But once they're in the room, they clearly have nowhere to go. Right. Because I think the thing that brings the shark up was like originally for like bringing a submarine up or launching oh and it's a pressurized room correct Mm. because if it wasn't pressurized the water would just fill up yeah okay all right all right when you say that i guess fine um i was slightly annoyed with janice in the scene after they're in the the the, um safe room basically where they're fighting yes because she's she's like like, you stupid bitch and then she's mad at susan because the doctor died but the doctor and Susan both knew what they were doing. Like the doctor yeah, knew. Yeah, he played that, a hand in it. Yeah, so you yeah. can't really be mad at her. Not fully. Right. Yeah. But I feel like she was, like, I feel like Carter was mad at her because he, she basically used 
them. Yeah. Janice was mad at her because her boyfriend died, Mm -hmm. but her boyfriend was part of why they were doing it. Yeah. So I'm like, you don't really have a leg to stand on here, lady. Carter, yes, he can be upset. You, nah. Yeah. (laughs) Chill, woman. I think it's like when, um, I'm trying to think of a good comparison here. Like, I think she was mad at the doctor, but she couldn't be because he was dead, so she needed somebody to be mad at. Yeah, she was upset, clearly. I mean, she had just lost her lover. Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Even though he was a smoker. Um, even though he was a smoker and peed into the wind. You think he got back on him a little bit? Would have to. Yeah. I think she was just taking all of her frustration out on yeah. Susan. I don't, and again, I don't like Susan. I don't think Susan's a great person. I think Susan's kind of a shitty person, yeah. to be honest with you. Maybe she wanted to bang Susan. I mean, we don't know. You think there was sexual tension? Could have very well been. Mm. Okay. She liked that British accent. Dude, when Preacher escapes from being cooked. Well, I don't think the oven turned on. I think it was just gas because you could hear it. Uh, and then he was like acting like it couldn't breathe. I think it just turned the gas on. Okay. Like I don't think it lit. So it wasn't getting hot. It was just the mm-hmm. gas was coming yeah. in. Which he throws the Zippo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Zippo. He throws it and then it blows up the shark. But these corny ass lines from these 90s movies. I know. Too. They're so bad in this. You killed my bird. Yeah, you ate my bird. You ate my <laughs> bird. That yeah. was it. I was like, LL, come on, man. All right, scene four. I wouldn't stand that close if I was you. The team argue about swimming up uh, from the lab or taking the air shaft tunnel up. Russell interrupts ar- the arguing, tells them his story about being stuck in the avalanche and how they turned on each other, killing two of the seven people stuck in the avalanche. During Russell's great speech, a shark jumps up, grabs them, and pulls them into the pool. Now scared to swim out, they decide to test the air shaft and the ladder, risking flooding the entire air shaft. Carter sends the team up, and he goes down to try and close off the level two, which would stop the flooding from coming up during the shuffle the ladder falls jan gets eaten jan janice gets eaten by uh, by a shark carter can't save her even though he tries and preacher appears from the next level up saving carter tom and susan who are the only surviving members tom tells carter that if they can boot the emergency generators they can drain a floor allowing them to get out alive susan and carter have a heart to heart about her using him this entire time Preacher and Tom have a heart-to-heart as he and Carter head out to swim to the wet lab to fire up the generators. While they leave, Susan tells Preacher she has to go to the computer room to get the data or everyone dying was absolutely useless. Okay, so I, I didn't say this because I didn't I forgot, honestly, but I didn't think it was at the time. It was a huge part of the movie. But So Samuel L. Jackson's character, Russell. Mm-hmm. He um, is like famous because he survived this avalanche. They were doing some sort of uh, hiking thing. Yeah. And he and seven people were trapped in this avalanche and he survived. Mm. So this is this is what his speech was about. Like, I've been through this, yada, yada, yada. There were seven of us um, in this avalanche. Only five survived. We never told anybody this, but we turned on the other two because we all went crazy. Mm-hmm. Do you think they ate the other two? kind of sounds like it that's where i thought he was i was like i don't yeah. remember this from this fucking movie yeah. and then it's like that's what i feel like it's hinting at at least i agree with you i because th- they were stuck for over a week right yeah i mean that's a long time so yeah but this is an awesome scene though i totally forgot about this the sam jackson scene yeah when the shark gets him <laughs> well i knew it was gonna happen so i'm like waiting for I actually it. jumped i was like oh fuck <laughs> 
<laughs> I forgot. I was like waiting for him. Like, okay, I know he gets eaten right here. Yeah. And I know he gives this like big mm. speech. But yeah, it happened. And this is where I was like, God, the CGI in this movie is so terrible. It's really bad here. Probably but, not then, but like now. It's that's like, what I, was, I don't feel like I can fault it because it was probably good back then. And I don't remember, because I had seen it a bunch of times. It was one you still on with your friends to watch. Yeah. I don't remember it uh, being bad. I don't either. So, um, One thing I have an issue with here is I'm being a little nitpicky at this point. I'm not going to lie. I feel like I'm fucking way too nitpicky during Kruby's requests. You are. It's terrible. It really is. Like I, these people bring us these movies because they want to hear us talk about, them, and then I just sit here and shit on them. I shouldn't be doing this. What are I'm, you going to nitpick about? If you let's just say you, I, and Jess went to a abandoned submarine shaft to do like a weekend of podcast. Let's say the cabin trip. <laughs> okay. All right. We're like, hey, oh my god, there's this fucking abandoned submarine shaft that we can go and record for the weekend. You just want to say shaft. I did. I wanted so many times I could say shaft, shaft. Okay. in a sentence shaft. Well, I'd be um, in since it was a shaft. <laughs> okay, so we go. It's fucking a traumatic experience. There's sharks eating our friends, mm-hmm. etc. Would we be joking around like these people are? I wouldn't think so. Because they're like, thr- hey, preach, will you zip me up? Yeah, it's, they're like a little too casual for what's going on. Okay. Especially was, since they don't even know if they're going to get out alive. <laughs> I feel like it would be like, a lot more serious. Unless that's just what people do in that kind of like situation as a stress management thing. I don't know. Then I'm like, I I deflect seriousness with sarcasm. Yeah. I'm awful about it. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that is how I, I'm not, and knock on wood, I've never been put in a situation like this. It's hard to say how we would act, I guess. I agree. I don't know how I would act. I think I would be super sarcastic. Yeah, it's like a nervous reaction kind of thing. Just because that's what I naturally default to is sarcasm. Yeah. yeah. And people that, like, you have known me for years, so you know how I am. But, like, other people that don't really know me that well don't know how to take me. Abby tells mm-hmm. me this all the time. Mm-hmm. Because, like, in weird situations, I just automatically am sarcastic. I can't help it. It's just how I... Yeah. But, so I, I don't so know. So maybe you would be in this. That's I what know. I was thinking. Like, maybe I would. So maybe this isn't really outside of the realm of possibility. I guess not. But it is a little cheesy, I guess. But watching it, I'm like, what? Yeah. Especially since they don't even know if they're going to live at this point. I agree. And here's where I was going with this is that like, I, at first I was annoyed with Susan. I'm like, why do you need this data? But then I'm like, she's kind of right. Like they put all this money and effort into this research. Yeah, I agree. They they did have a breakthrough. So like this stuff will help people. But I made a note somewhere. Like I kind of get where she's coming from because I spent all this time. Right. And like this will save a lot of lives. So what if she goes and gets the thing and she's risking her own life it's not like she like made preacher go get it right so yeah i wasn't upset with her that was about the only time i actually enjoyed her on screen i was like okay i i see what you're saying i guess like if we went to this shaft and we Mm. recorded a bunch of great podcast content i would risk my life to go get the recordings out of the shaft yeah shaft how about the shark getting jan and the badge was that where it got her? Do you know she's like straddling the no. shark's mouth? <laughs> yeah, like basically when she when it jumps up and yeah. the other guy, what's his name, tries to grab Carter. her. Carter. It's like on her badge. I did find it hilarious though, during this. This scene was not a funny scene, by the way. But I thought it was funny 
that he immediately turns into like a um, acrobat. He like jumps on the thing, flips mm. down, puts his legs underneath the other sh- the other. How much said shaft again? The <laughs> other uh, like pole thing, and he's mm. like laying down. Like it reminded me like a trapeze guy. Yeah, how they're like on the thing swinging and like yeah. grab other people. But I'm like, uh, their hands were like inches apart. Yeah, I'm like, just go down a little bit and jump up as high as you can, Jan. Yeah, one of you could have like give a little more effort. I agree wholeheartedly yeah. but yeah jan she didn't make it but you know what? she wasn't one of my favorites anyway so what are you gonna do no she was annoying all right scene, i wasn't sad scene five <laughs> your stupid monitor is blocking the panel tom and carter get a jump scare when they uh, run into dead jim's body on their way to the lab preacher makes a goodbye video in case he doesn't make it discussing how to make the perfect omelet tom and carter make it to the backup generator and turn on the panel just as tom turns the generator on he is attacked and eaten by a shark and right in front of carter carter makes it back to preacher and they go after susan who's looking for her research data she obtains the files gets a jump scare and then is attacked by a real shark she scurries through the flooded room like an episode of the floor is lava rips off her suit down to her white bra and underwear standing on top of the suit she pulls the electrical wires out of a light thrusting them into the shark's mouth electrocuting the shark killing it her files are destroyed the three reunite discussing the 60 feet swim to the surface carter floods the room and the preacher starts to pray the room floods and they all yell amen as the room fills and they release the hatch they let the fire extinguishers off attached to vests to distract the sharks as they swim upward toward the surface they make it to the surface but are in the middle of the shark pool preachers grabbed by a shark and ripped around the pool he grabs his cross necklace and stabs the shark with it multiple times eventually hitting it in the eye causing it to let him go carter swims out to get him saving preacher from the attacking shark I got to tell you, I did not know. You may have known. What? The perfect omelet only needs two eggs. I did not know that. When you make an omelet at home, how many eggs do you use? Three. I also use three. I feel like two is not quite enough to fold it over. I agree. We were wrong. Apparently. (sighs) Makes me sad. I've been doing it wrong my whole life. But I kind of zoned out during this scene because there's like a lot of talking going on and I was like... I, too, zoned out. Because we had all this action, and then yes. there was like a screeching halt, and I'm like, Ugh, Yeah, it was God. a little, they tried to do, I think, too much character building at once. Yeah, or they should have done this earlier in the movie. The problem I have is if this entire facility is underwater, mm-hmm. and you and I swim to this electrical panel, which is underwater, mm-hmm. and presumably at least 460 volt panel, mm-hmm. would you flip the fucking power on? No. The whole thing's underwater. Maybe it's waterproof. I don't know. I mean, it is out in the middle of the ocean. I would assume it's made for that kind of application. Oh, man. I was the whole time I'm cringing because like electricity scares the hell out of me anyway. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, don't flip that on. Yeah. Don't do that. No, 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 no. no. Bad idea. And he did it idea. so slow. He was like. Uh, it's like it's giving me goosebumps now. Yeah. Like thinking about it. I called him Boston Public through the whole thing. Rappaport? Yeah. Is he in Boston Public? Yeah, he was like one of the main teachers in that show. Really? Is that what he got famous from? I think so. That's all I think of when I see him. Oh, he's such an internet troll now. I can't stand the guy. Although he's great in um, Atypical. 
Did you ever watch that? I started it. Is he the dad? He's the dad. Yeah. Okay. But I always think of Boston Public whenever Abby I see Abby and him. I really like that show. We watched the first however many seasons, and this last season we still haven't watched. But I think it's because when it's over, it's over. It's the last season. So we're like, oh. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, I know. But, but his like, death looked actually didn't look too bad, CGI-wise. Because no, they got it, ripped it apart. But he's like right in front of Carter. Yeah. And I'm like, ah. Oh, because I felt like they were pretty good friends. Yeah, they were buddies. Poor guy. Besties. Hmm. He won't be teaching a Boston public anymore. No, his teaching career is 100% over. When they swim to the surface, it's supposed to be 60 feet. I don't know how long it takes to swim 60 feet, but I can tell you, if I go down to the bottom of a 10-foot swimming pool mm-hmm. and I go back up, usually by the time I'm up there, I'm I'm pretty winded. Yeah. That'd be six times that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, well, they said, what did he say? The average human swims two feet per second. And the shark was like 50 or something. He said somewhere before they did this. Is that diagonal or straight upward? Because upward doesn't something help you, like buoyancy or something? Because I feel like if you're sitting on the bottom of the pool, you could just float to the top. You're not going to go diagonally. Right. See, I thought they were going to hang on to those fire extinguisher things, but I guess those are just distractions. Well, they said that sharks are attracted to bright. Something, uh, uh, the the bubbles, the bubbles, and then something else to do with those. So they were using those to get the sharks away from them. But yeah. then if you watch, they swim right up next to them. So it's like really you yeah. just attracted the shark to you. Again, I'm being fucking extremely nitpicky. I'm sorry, D. Cole. Uh, I don't think I can swim up to the top. I mean, uh, I mean, sixty feet's could. a long way. I agree. I don't know. It'd be painful. Plus, you have to. They had to hold their breath. Hold their breath. Hold their breath while that thing filled up. So it wasn't like. So there was like time there, and then they had to do the 60 feet. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that I, if I could do it, but... I guess in that situation, we'd try. <laughs> what other option do you have yeah. there, really? Hmm. All right. Hope you had some gas so you could like propel yourself like upward. Fart? Yeah. You'd have a lot. I feel like you're a gassy dude. I feel like yeah. you could just... <laughs> you'd see me shoot rocketing past yeah. everyone else. Like, Why is he so fast? <laughs> He's got on flippers. Scene six. It's the devil you know. Slash, the final scene. Susan wraps up Preacher's leg and tells Carter he'll be okay if they can get out of there. Carter realizes the sharks have been using the humans, pushing them wherever they want them to go so that they would flood the facility, making it so that the sharks can get to the fence easier and get what she wants. The deep blue sea. Susan and Carter agree they have to kill the shark and maybe dynamite. uh, I'm sorry. And they make dynamite from two flares. Carter can't get a shot. She's too far away. So Susan decides to cut her hand with a rusty ass piece of metal and jump in the water to make herself bait for the shark. Smelling the blood, the shark stops ripping through the fence and comes after her. Unable to get out of the tank because the ladder breaks, Susan is a sitting duck. Carter jumps in to help, but it's too late seeing Susan get ripped in half. Carter is attacked, but gets on the shark's back, riding it around the pool. Preacher wakes up, grabs the spear gun loaded with dynamite, shoots the shark through the fin, but also through Carter's leg. Carter grabs the fence as the shark goes through it to get out into the deep blue sea, and is able to pull himself off the shark's back. Preacher detonates the dynamite and blows the shark up as we see blood and guts fill the water flying through the air. Carter appears from the water as Preacher yells, bring me some sushi. (laughs) Oh, Lord. God. Preacher jokingly asks Carter if he's certain that there were only three sharks. Carter says yes, but still pulls his feet out of the water. We hear a horn sound and see that the next shift has showed up for work. 
ultimately saving the two surviving men. The end. Wow. Okay, what annoys me about this is like clearly it's daytime. The weather's nice. Mm-hmm. This chopper that went to help them is missing. You think other people would have been sent out there by now? Yeah, like the only people that are showing up are people coming for work. Yeah, because obviously that was like a Coast Guard helicopter that never came <sighs> back. <laughs> and why is it so nice out all of a sudden? Well, the storm's gone. Oh, Lord, help me. Somewhere they talk about how much time has passed because he was like, damn, it's 4 a.m. Mm. Sometime when they're down below. I do like that um, they discuss how smart the sharks are because they're mm. basically pushing the humans where they wanted them to be so that the entire thing would flood so that they could get to. Because I think he says the lower part of the fence is some sort of metal you can't get through. It like was titanium like titanium or yeah, something. Yeah, and it was flexible like a net. But the upper layer is just like normal fencing. Yeah. Because ideally, which how does that make any sense? Because the water level wouldn't go up. Right? The well, pool, the fence the, is probably attached to that the underwater part maybe. So if it starts sinking. Okay. I don't know. All right. I'm not that smart to figure it out, but I guess sitting here, th- it doesn't really make sense to me, but. And why couldn't Susan just like hang off the side and stick her hand in the water? Did she I have to like jump 40 feet away from the platform? I, why does she have to get in at all? <laughs> I know she could have just like stuck her hand in <sighs> or cut off her hand and throw her hand in or that, or just go down the ladder and stick it in. Oh, dude, well, the ladder broke. Luckily, she wasn't standing on it. But I'm like, when she cuts her hand with that that metal piece, I hope she has her tetanus shot. I was, I was like, like that made I could watch mm. fifty people get eaten by a shark, and that was like, ugh, like that you're gonna get an infection. Remember, yeah. we've talked about this. Every time they have to cut their hand or something for blood, it's always like this huge gash in the middle of their hand. Like, just do a little prick. And I wouldn't cut my hand anyway. I would cut a beefier part of yeah. my body, like your dick. <laughs> that wouldn't let off much blood seth but i don't know like me i wouldn't cut my wrist that'd be terrible i don't know what i would cut honestly but like my hand yeah i don't know why it has to be such a deep gash i need these bad boys yeah or do a little leg cut or something i don't know the leg i think the fat of the yeah. leg would be the best part to yeah. do and then just let it gush into the water yeah i don't know why she had to do that big swan dive into the ocean but whatever it was dramatic. She doesn't make it. Honestly, when she got ripped in half, I didn't think it looked terrible either. No, it actually didn't look it's bad. It's a little dramatic, but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, that's all I got. Let's jump over to Fun Facts with... So... Let me turn my papers. Hang on. Hang them, hang them. Shit stuck. <laughs> For one scene, Thomas Jane had to swim alongside a real live shark. He was Ugh. only allowed to shoot this once... He had completed all of his other scenes. Good for him. Was it that striped tiger shark looking thing? Maybe that thing was weird looking with the skin. Yeah, it looked fake. Real fake. Yeah. At around nine minutes, the license plate pulled from the shark's teeth is the same one uh, found in the tiger shark in Jaws, 1975. Ooh, I noticed they did, like, like, they zoomed in on it a lot. I'm like, what's with this plate? Yeah, I I have seen Jaws, but I did not make the connection. Nah, I'm with you. Shot in the same Fox Studios Baja complex where Titanic 1997 was filmed. Did you notice that? No. I will say at the very beginning with the teens on the boat, I was like, this looks like they're in like a studio. Yeah, because it went on to say, having made Cutthroat Island 1995 at sea, Rennie Harlan was determined to make this movie under the most controlled circumstances possible. Mm, Good for him, Rennie. 
Yeah, director Rennie Harlan has said this was the hardest film he's ever made. Well, I mean, when you look at his um, repertoire, doesn't maybe Cliff repertoire? His repertoire. The sharks, portrayed in CGI or animatronics, have roughly five minutes of screen time. I felt like at first they were trying to not show you the sharks, but later it was just like here we are. Yeah. While Susan gets most of the blame for for genetically modifying the sharks, Whitlock was also involved. And she never outright says that it was her idea. Whitlock's haughty, whatever that means, attitude towards their work doesn't exactly rule out the idea that he may have been behind the enhancements. I think that they were both in on it together, which is why Janice's little hissy fit bothered me. Was out of control. Jan. During the opening scene, it is implied that the shark became more aggressive in attacking the boat of the teenagers because of the blood-like wine that spilled off the boat. But why would a shark mistake the smell of wine for blood? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Until you realize that it's thanks to the shark's enhanced brain that it's ignoring its instincts of smell and relying on things like assumptions, just like a human would. Ooh. Ooh okay. Deep as that. Damn, Rennie. I know. Okay, I like it now. The seaplane that Susan and Franklin fly to Aquatica is a De Havilland DHC2 Beaver. Oh, a beave. You ever been on one of them? <laughs> no. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson golfed during breaks from filming. How did he do that? He's out in the middle of the ocean. Well, remember they filmed it at like I'm a... Joking. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? <laughs> uh, twice during the underwater sequences, actress Saffron Burroughs can mm. be spotted giving the universal out-of-air signal to the support crew, dragging yeah. her fingers across her throat. Really? Yeah. Saffron. Director Cameo, Rennie Harlan, at around 11 minutes as one of the workers of Aquatica who were heading home for the weekend on the supply boat. Good for him. Did he, did he come back to save him, Rennie? I don't think so. I don't, I don't know what he so looks either. like. Yeah, me neither. So this is a director trademark of his. I found this interesting. Uh, Rennie Harlan, Finland. There is a small Finnish flag in Janice's room. In the kitchen, there is a dry erase board with a shopping list, and the first item on it is Finnish pancakes. Helsinki, Finland's capital city, is also mentioned. Finlandia vodka is drunk during some of the scenes. Also comes from Finland. Is Finland known for their pancakes? I have no idea. I gotta look that up. Finland pancakes. The three sharks are killed in the same ways and in the same order as the three sharks in Jaws, Jaws 2, and Jaws 3D. Really? Blown up, electrocuted, and incinerated, respectively. I don't like all these Jaws things. I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of references. I, there was a lot of other ones I didn't put in here. but uh, A deleted scene made it more obvious that Janice and Dr. Whitlock are in a relationship. And it also revealed that Janice is pregnant with their child. <gasps> no. Uh, Rennie Harlan cut the scene because killing off a pregnant character didn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. Yeah. Makes me icky. Do you have a body count guess? Oh, a body count. Okay, hang on. Blah, 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 blah. So we have got uh, Brenda up in the tower. That was her name, right, Brenda? I think so. We'll call her. We'll call her Brenda. Brenda in the tower. Samuel L. Jackson. Um, Susan. Tom. That's four. Um, was there anybody else? The doctor. Five. Uh, it says nine. Oh, wow. It doesn't give me all the names, though. Oh, bummer. It says four by shark attack, four by explosion, and oh. one by drowning. The helicopter. There's yeah. at least two guys in the helicopter. It says it's 10 if you include the bird. 
Oh, and the bird. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Okay, I was way off. Jess That's, is way better than me at that. I'm terrible at it because I'd have to stop and really think. I tried. I did my best. That's in for fun facts. That concludes <laughs> fun facts with Seth. God damn it, I'm a good singer. Let's jump over to some HMC favorites. Seth, what was your favorite scene or scenes from the movie? When Russell gets killed. I have that as well. Sam Jackson scene. Yeah, because I just forgot. I totally forgot that that happened. Mm. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's going to be one of the people in the end. I'm like, nope, nope, never mind. (laughs) I think at the time it was pretty shocking because he was like the big name on the movie, Yeah, so you wouldn't think they'd kill him off. Mm. And then I couldn't remember. I was like, okay, I think Preach is like the only one that survives. So I was Mm. close. I didn't think Susan was going to die. It actually shocked me when she died, but yeah. uh, I had Samuel Jackson eating scene and then the yellow cool J scene. I thought in the kitchen that scene was pretty good where he's like in the oven, gets out of the yeah. oven and then blows a shark up. Pretty smart. What's your favorite kill? The Russell scene. Mine too. We <laughs> oh are some gotta go. <laughs> so funny. All right. Thing you like most about the movie? Uh, for the most part, it was well paced. Um, it had a lot of action. Um, it really wasn't boring. There was a couple places I thought were, but... I don't know. I enjoyed it, and uh, it was very '90s nostalgic, like just very typical of those movies of that like late '90s era. It really was. Yeah, I said it's pretty loose. Uh, it's fun. <laughs> you just kind of throw it on, not pay attention to it. Yeah, no, it's, it's like kinda... wait for something to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, I was like, like Ugh, I don't care for this movie, but I was looking at it from a horror perspective. So I took my horror glasses off, and like this really is suited better for like an action movie. Honestly, I think. Oh yeah, action. Like, one that would be on like TNT or something that your dad mm-hmm. would watch after dinner. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know why I said that, but that's what I think of. Yeah. Um, so I, I just like how it's fun and you don't really have to take it seriously. It doesn't take itself seriously either, either, as you can tell from some of the lines, but something you didn't like about the movie. Uh, it was pretty cheesy. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't remember there being that many, like, stupid lines, like one-liners. Right. I had a couple slow talking scenes that I didn't care for, like Preacher with the video camera. I was like, okay. We have all this climaxing action, then we stop for 10 minutes and do this. Ooh, climax. Ooh. And then some of the CGI just did not age well. That was my main thing, outdated CGI. I thought there was some bad acting, but I think I agree with you. I don't think it was bad acting. I think it was poorly written. It's the one-liners that, like, even Jan had. They were just, like, just didn't fit. But I wonder if, like, at the time, that is, like, people like that. Yeah. Who like, ordered the fish yeah, or whatever like, oh, it was. Good one. Yeah. And that's, there's a lot of plot holes. Yeah. Seems to be a lot of plot. Yeah. I'm like, how did he show up and the teens didn't hear the boat approaching? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't he yell at them? Right. Like, hey, big fucking shark. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, would you watch it again? Yeah, I probably would. I said probably yes. Yeah. If it was on and I like was didn't have anything else to do. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, you could just throw it on and really not pay attention to yeah. it. But like, if we were doing like a shark month, I think this would have been one we probably would have picked. Yeah, it probably would have been, actually. Yeah. 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 So are we going to do our ratings with the new one yet? No, not yet. Damn Sorry. <sighs> Sorry. Pick Sorry. a number then. Jess isn't even fucking here, man. Let's rate this thing. Stabby's ratings. We rate every movie on a zero to five Stabby scale. Some movies get zero. Some movies get five. At the end, we'll average it out, which I don't think we're going to do today because there's not three of us, so it wouldn't be a proper Stabby's rating anyway. That was my fault. I didn't ask Jess for her rating. I usually do. So, shame on me. Nonetheless. So, we're giving this a numbered rating? Yeah, let's give it a numbered rating. We're just not going to give it an average. I guess we can, but it's going to be... We'll put an asterisk next to it. Seth, uh, Kruby's request. Our patron, Kruby D. Cole, suggested this movie. What do you give it? I gave it a three. Damn, son. 
yeah, I mean, it was fun. I had a lot of action. I enjoyed it. Um, I wasn't really bored. Um, but like we said, it had some cheesy parts. The CGI was not great. Um, the acting had some questionable one-liners. But I mean, it, it, overall, it was a fun, entertaining movie. I think fun describes this movie greatly. You know what's not going to be fun? Is you having to clean my couch from spilling your motherfucking pop all over it. First of all, it's a club soda. Oh, my apologies. Which I think people even use to clean stains. So really what you did, you just <laughs> cleaned my couch for me. Yeah. Thanks, dude. I cleaned that cum stain off of there. No, those were on the front. Those were on the front. Uh, anyway, I said it's a silly movie you can just throw on and not really pay attention. I feel like this would be a movie we would put on during like a uh, guy's game night. Yeah, just be on the background. Like, usually we do, like, Friday the 13th movies because there's titties. Titties. But if it was, like, Shark Week, we could mm-hmm. be like, hey, we're playing Euchre. It's Shark Week. Let's throw on some sharks. Yeah. Let's do Deep Blue Sea. Um, you could tell the director definitely has an action background just based on how things are done. And honestly, it reminds me of a movie my grandpa would watch because he really liked those corny-ass 90s action movies mm-hmm. with, like, Sylvester Stallone. And- there was a lot of them. Yeah, you're right. CGI didn't age well, but I can look past that because I'm assuming at the time it probably looked good. Um, and the acting was uh, it was just okay for me. But So I would label this as okay, which means I gave it a 2.5 out of 5, Seth. I didn't go full 3 like you. You went heavy in the paint mm-hmm. with a 3. But it's your rating. What are we going to yeah. do? So right. for me, 2.5, 50%. That's where it, it lines up with me. Uh, let's jump over to some of those other folks that like to rate and review movies jess would you like to read the rotten tomatoes critics consensus mm, i'd love to first of all why do they have, why do they all have chin dimples mm. deep blue sea has some interesting ideas and intense moments that proves to be a better blockbuster the script was bad and the cgi wasn't good uh, enough but the acting and unpredictable deaths helped quite a lot. It's a brainless, but it's enjoyable. Uh. <laughs> great job! You did a great job What's on her, that. Her porn voice. So I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, there was no Rotten Tomatoes critics consensus for this. But oh, he you, made this up. No, no, no. Oh. But when you look under it, it gives you like user. Oh yeah, their little reviews. Yeah. So I. This one was fucking hilarious to me. It's pretty funny. So I was like, ah, you know what, Christian C., you are a super viewer, according to Rotten. He's a super viewer, Christian C. Oh, sweet Christian. So I thought we'll give Christian C. a little bit of credit. Now, I want to go on record and say, I don't know Christian C. I don't think I know him. I don't He could be a pedophile. He could be. I don't know. Yeah. He could be like a Bill Cosby, like, roofie kind of guy. I don't know. Very well could be. I don't want us to be associated with Christian C. That's true. Not until we know him. But he definitely wrote a f- hilarious review. That's true. You know what I mean? I enjoyed it. Thank you. Anyway, Rotten Tomatoes critics gave it a 59% on 113 reviews. 57% was their average rating. The audience at Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 39% on 100,000 reviews. Their average rating was a 3 out of 5 or 60%. IMDb gave it a 5.9 out of 10, which is 59% on 132,000 reviews. The horror movie crew, well, two-thirds of us, Seth and I, we gave it a 2.75 out of 5 average stabbies rating, which is a 55%. Said I wasn't going to read it off. I did it anyway because I love math. I was really good at it in school. It's the, only, it's the only subject that mathematically makes sense. 
I suppose. It's the only subject you go into that it's not like, well, this guy did this back in 1555, mm-hmm. or, well, the biological makeup of a raccoon, or um, William Shakespeare was a genius, because let's read this play from, when was William Shakespeare around, do you know? I don't know the, the years the exactly. 1600, 15 or 1600s. <laughs> Long time ago. You give me two numbers, I can add, subtract, multiply, and divide those bitches real good. Good. Okay? Okay. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. Yeah. And here we are hosting a podcast about fucking horror movies. <sighs> we gave it a 55%. That sounds about right. I will get Jess's rating because I cannot imagine she has never seen this. She has to have. And I will add it in. And on the next episode, we will do an update maybe and give the average Stabby's rating for the entire crew. Fine. Right now, it's a 2.75 out of out of 5. So sorry, D. Cole. I would have to imagine that's pretty run-of-the-mill for a Kruby's request. However, thank you for submitting the movie, D. Cole. Thank you, child. Even though you harassed Seth, in turn, he harassed me. He was pretty aggressive about it. He likes you. He thinks you're funny. You're a funny guy. Oh, you're well, thank a fun you. guy. You're a mushroom. Shroom. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say about Deep Blue Sea before we wrap it up? I don't think so. We haven't done this in a while, but I think it's very crucial, especially in today's society. The COVID stuff's getting lifted. People are getting out. We're seeing each other in clubs. People are banging in back rooms at gay bars in California. Yeah, I'm sure the bathhouses are back open. It's important to wrap it up. Yeah. You have to wrap it up. With a name brand condom. Well, if you can't find one, what's the what's the HMC alternative? Oh, Saran Wrap? And... Mm. A rubber, a rubber band, rubber band yeah. it up, boys. If it's tight enough, it won't come out anyway. Yeah, it's gotta be Saran brand. Precisely. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we have a new patron, Vicky. Ooh, hey, girl. Vicky joined. She joined at the low tier. She was a Kruby intern. I think that's what they're called. Welcome. She she was like, you know what? I love being a Kruby intern so much. I want to be an official Kruby nice she's an official kruby i'm excited i think we're gonna we're gonna woo her seth she's gonna become a vip before we know it. i'm sure vicky thank you for giving us your hard-earned money we greatly appreciate it and we hope you love all of the perks that come with being a patron member brian hathaway from the don't go out there podcast kimberly d mike rd cole who submitted this movie this was his film he's gonna have to give us another one he will <laughs> Aggressively. <laughs> Aggressively. <laughs> Anthony Silva from Porcelain Peak. Felicia Connor from Two Chicks and Horror Flick. Caitlin. Ashley V and Ashley S. We call them the Ashleys. The OG patron members, Mark and Brooke from a podcast on Elm Street. And my lovely mother, Nana. Wow. We did a great job, Seth. I did you, you suck his cock? God, I'm never going to have to <laughs> hear the end of this. No. No, I did not. We're going to kick off Stephen King month with the next episode, I think. I'm assuming. If not, I'll take this out. With It Chapter 1. Are you going to get over the fact we're doing two It movies? No, I'll, I didn't. was not upset about it. I was just like, oh, okay, we're doing these two. Is it because the gay guy gets killed at the beginning of the second one? I don't like that scene. I will it's say a rough that. scene to watch. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty seemed, awful. Seemed a bit unnecessary to me, to be honest. I think so. The redeeming quality of that movie is the fact that we were at the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Um, you got up because you had to uh, go pee. Look at this again. And then you farted loudly in the theater. Yes. And everybody looked at you. Except I did not actually fart. You did not. You're you're did not. not. <laughs> it was definitely my mouth. Yeah. But everyone thought you too did. Yeah. And well. 
It was a great fucking time. It was. And laugh. Yeah. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Are you excited for Christine? <sighs> yes. I think it's going to be good. You've never seen it. I, I like it. I mean, it's early 80s, but. Never once. It's still good. Man, I'm glad we got to hang out and drink together and talk about this lovely shark movie. Mm-hmm. We should go to the store. Well, Uber, of course, because we've been drinking, and get some shark. Some what? Some shark. We'll get it from the store. I'm sure they have it at Kroger, right? I don't think so. No? No. Maybe we could order some in on the Amazon, and then maybe next episode we'll bread it and deep fry it in the air, in the air fryer. Okay. Okay, done deal. Okay. In that case, we're out of here. Bye. Goodbye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Hey, Krubies. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more or you want to follow us on social media, Jess, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Horror Movie Crew Podcast, and you can listen on any major podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We'll see you next time. Bye, y'all. I don't want to get too fucking drunk. It's two drinks. That's actually my nickname, two drinks. Two drinks. Yo, two drinks. Thought it was two knuckles. No. They call me four fingers. <laughs> you don't want the unsanitary pen? <laughs> the disease pen. Well, you sanitized it by putting it in your alcohol. I didn't grab any more ice. It's fine. I'll just have a fucking warm ass. Oh, we forgot the ice bucket. The old beer bowl. It's been making a comeback. The beer bowl. The beer bowl. La 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 la. Forty one. I already wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs>